You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of Friday, August 26th, 2022, during our 27th year covering the latest in cool consumer tech, welcome into tomorrow on H's birthday weekend. Happy birthday, H. Yes, Horatio, but he always prefers to be called H, and we've called him H lovingly for many, many years that he's been part of our team. Even though he abandoned us in Miami and moved to New York. New York City, of all places. Something about technology allowing him to work remotely from anywhere. I don't know. Well, and the company that he got a really good job with that was not radio because he had to actually make some money. Still working with us, but full-time, his real job is in New York. So, happy birthday, H. Glad to uh, have you still with us. And will be all the way into tomorrow. Correct. Because he's awesome. And, of course, we're coming to you from the Dexcom G6 Studios. The only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Be sure to visit Dexcom.com no matter what age you are dealing with diabetes. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. And uh, we got something big coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, yes, we're, indeed. Uh, we're leaving on a jet plane. I can't quite sing it because we can't afford the rights, but I can <laughs> Nor tell you can we're leaving. we afford to hear you sing. Yeah, so, so yeah. I can tell you we're leaving on a jet plane. Yeah, we can say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and But we're coming back with broadcasts, shows, plural, from uh, IFA in Berlin. Multiple weeks worth of so, shows yeah. already booking people. So two that starts two weeks from yeah. now. It's our first time out there since 2019. Holy moly! I hope we can find Berlin again. I hope so. Well, I hope the pilot can. Yeah, because <laughs> that's really the more important thing. And then we will find the Messe Berlin, Messe Galan fairgrounds, where all of this takes place with like 30 halls full of all kinds of consumer tech. And we'll have video of all the radio interviews because we've asked guests to bring product to our broadcast center. And they kind of buried us this year in a meeting room. But that's okay because I'm told there's plenty of signage already hanging up. I don't see it because we're in Miami there in Berlin, but we'll see it when we arrive there. And I've I've been told that our producers have already got some uh, pretty cool and interesting interviews lined up. You've been told that? I've been told that. Why didn't they tell me that? Well, because you don't need to know all those things. It's on a need-to-know basis? It's just the executive producer. Oh, right. And our audience <laughs> needs to know. We've got a bunch of cool stuff lined up for you. And again, video of all the radio interviews. So don't miss a minute of our EFA 2022 coverage starting two weeks from today. And I ask all of those listening to us right now, if you're on a local radio station, if you're listening to our stream, please, we implore you. Subscribe to our free podcasts because the way things are going, it's all about digital. You know, we've been doing podcasts since many years before they were even called podcasts. Yeah, we were real. 
Because we were using real audio back then. Boy, that dates a few people, doesn't it? People listening going, oh, I remember real audio. But we were archiving all of our shows from the very beginning, 27 years ago. But you want to get our podcast, trust me. And you want to tune in every week throughout the month of September for our IFA Berlin coverage. And you want to still participate in the next uh, week or so uh, so you could... uh participate and win in our big summer giveaway because we'll still probably intersperse some of your calls in with some of our uh, IFA coverage. So You think? There's still a chance. You know, if your call comes in in the next week or so that you might uh, oh, be able to qualify gotcha. for our big summer giveaway. That's true. You know, as, as Cam is fond of saying, because you want to win stuff. I mean, that's really the key, correct? Hey, correct. everyone. Cameron Graveline here. Remember, call in, win stuff. Thank you. Thank you. So how does one participate with any question at all about consumer tech? Maybe help for another listener. Oh, maybe you want to share some tech rage with us, something that you got that's not working or not doing what it's supposed to do. Darn it. And don't worry about cursing. We have a bleep button. Sounds better on the air anyway. So go, just go for it. Share your tech rage. Um, or whatever it is you want to do to participate. you got to be heard on the air to win in the summer giveaway. And we still have some goodies left, so don't hesitate. Don't wait. Yeah, you could call the Ask Dave hotline anytime, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. You could use the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a message to studio button there that will allow you to record a message and send it right to us. Or you could do a very similar thing on our site. There's a little Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. There you go. And you can do that on any device with a browser and a mic. Your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, your even smartphone. If, even if your name's not Mike. <laughs> True. Brian's coming up in a couple of minutes. He's got a question about uh, television audio system upgrades. Huh. Oh, that's intriguing. Yeah. We'll find out about that. But meantime, some tech news and commentary for you after four consecutive months of hitting viewership highs, streaming reigned supreme in July of 2022 as it surpassed cable usage for the first time ever. That, according to Nielsen's, you know, the people who do the TV ratings, their monthly total TV and streaming snapshot. Streaming represented a record-breaking 34.8% share of total television consumption in the U.S., exceeding cable at 34.4% and broadcast at 21.6%. Why do you think we remind you to please be sure to snag our podcast while there's time? It's free. Um, but even yeah, broadcast TV, down to 21.6%. That, according to The Gauge, among all the various streaming services, Netflix, not surprisingly, took up the largest chunk of TV viewing at 8%, thanks largely to the blockbuster fourth season of Stranger Things. Never did watch that show. Did you? I'm three episodes into the first season. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Anyway, total streaming was up 23% from the same month last year. That's hefty. Wow. So everybody's going to streaming. That's kind of how that works. I haven't even had cable at my house for at least two or three years now. Oh, really? So you're all about streaming. I was very happy to cut that cord, especially since I was paying Comcast an ungodly amount of money every month. Yes. Oh, cut the cable. Although nowadays, the streaming services, with everything being kind of a la carte, it's your bill monthly for everything is about what you've been paying for cable. Not to mention when you pay for the pluses. Yeah, all the pluses. Everybody's got pluses now, and that costs you even more. I think we need an Into Tomorrow Plus. I think we're plus enough. Yeah, this is true. Okay, don't you think? Yeah. And by the way, 
three important reminders every week on the show that we hope we've ingrained into our audience by now. But just in case, real quick. Well, we talked about the first one, participate and win. Well, that's four then. Okay. Um, Back up your important data. There you go. Check your spam filters. Yeah. And whatever the other one was. Get our podcast. Get our podcasts. Okay. (laughs) Good. YouTube is reportedly releasing a handful of new features, including split-screen viewing for YouTube TV. Oh. According to Protocol, YouTube's live TV streaming service is adding something called Mosaic Mode, which will let people stream up to four live feeds simultaneously by dividing the TV display into quadrants, which could come in handy for the news-obsessed or those who just want to keep an eye on several sports games at once or the ADHD crowd. I was going to say, wait a minute, four <laughs> different feeds, but you only have two eyes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, The updates are expected to roll out in the coming months. I'll bet. (laughs) Sheesh. And speaking of TV, Netflix isn't planning to let users of its new ad-supported tier download shows and movies to the devices for offline viewing. That according to code found inside of the company's iPhone app, removing a feature that customers enjoy on its regular service. Netflix introduced downloads for offline viewing back in 2016 and has since added enhancements, like letting users automatically download the next episode in the TV series they're watching, which we found to be very helpful, especially when traveling, as we will be next week. Yeah, because, you know, we're flying on Air France and they want like 30 euro for Wi-Fi on the plane. I'm not paying that. So I'm gonna, bleu. So I'm going to download shows to my Netflix before we head out there on my tablet. Well, good. That's because <laughs> you don't have the ad-supported Netflix. Right. Well, yeah. nobody does yet because it's expected to launch next <laughs> January. And I also, you know, read in another story that um, developer and TechCrunch TechCrunch writer Steve Moser added that the code for the advertising-supported subscription plan uh, confirms that ads are not skippable and users won't have access to any playback controls during those ad breaks. But that's the same thing with Hulu and all the others. Yeah. I'm sick of it. You know, and, and, it's, and it's funny. This is a weird problem because there actually have been ads that I've watched on some of my streaming services where I'm like, oh, what did they say? I wanted to catch it. And you, they wouldn't even let you rewind. And you I can can't even rewind no, the I ad? I can understand them not letting you fast forward, but I've actually wanted to see something again on one of the ads, and they don't even let you rewind. Well, that's just dumb. So I just purposely won't um, won't uh, engage, engage in that, in that sort advertising. Of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. Uh, sneaker folks, Adidas, which is actually having been to Germany every year for twenty years covering IFA, is Adidas is the correct pronunciation. They've launched a pair of headphones that self charge via a solar charging panel that converts any light source into power. The headphones can skip tracks and control the volume level, and they have a light indicator, which can detect the strongest light for charging purposes and suck the energy out of that light. Oh. Well, it doesn't mean you go dark, but they're using that light to charge their Adidas headphones. But don't try wearing them on your feet. They'd probably get ruined. Yeah, probably. Apple employees are pushing back against the company's return to office plans. A group of Apple workers called Apple Together tweeted a a petition this week arguing that employees have shown over the past two years that they can do exceptional work from home. The petition claimed that workers asking for flexible arrangements may have compelling reasons and circumstances, such as disabilities or care responsibilities. Some, they said, might just be playing, quote, happier and more productive when working from home. Yeah. Wait, how does that work? Can you have a genius bar in your home and invite people over? To bring their stuff, or is is that one of the things that you've got to go into work? Maybe. Well, this is their, their offices, and I don't yeah, know how many genius bars they have in their office, but probably not any. 
Yeah, of course, uh, Apple's senior leadership told employees that they had to return to the office for at least three days a week. A memo sent by Apple CEO Tim Cook said the push to get staff in the office was designed to restore in-person collaboration. And now I'm talking to you and everybody in the control room and everybody who works with Into Tomorrow in other cities and states. Don't get any ideas. Well, I'm the only one that has to come into work on a daily basis. Everybody else can come and go. That's true. Or report from New York or yeah. Naples or wherever. Well, you know, it's just something about, you know, uh, you know, I can't sit in my living room with a microphone and you sit in the studio on a microphone and have the same dynamic. That's true. And so don't get any ideas. No. Okay. But you do subscribe to our free podcast. Right? I do. And okay. I download, it downloads automatically every week on my uh, Amazon Music app. Oh, you use Amazon Music. I do. Because, you know, you can get our podcast anywhere else you get your popular podcast from, or you can subscribe at intotomorrow.com. It's very easy. It is. Ah. Oh, listen up, Chris. Okay. There's a new app that na- that aims to turn renters into home buyers. Oh. It's called the Gravy app. It was created to help renters to one day own a home, according to their CEO, Jeff Dinter, with technology to assist with saving up for a down payment and managing your credit. The app includes coaching and a mortgage credit score hub. Oh called The Gravy. Although I kind of like renting, because in the last five years, I've gotten a new refrigerator, a new stove, a new microwave, and a new dryer, and a new air conditioning system. That's true. But it didn't cost me a thing. Well, what it means is your (laughs) landlord's going to increase your rent at some point soon. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I would get that Gravy app and then see how it works for you. Okay. And then report back. I'll do that. All right. Use it for the next month or so, and then let us know on our podcasts what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Brian in St. Joseph, Minnesota, listens on KNSI. Hey, Brian, welcome into tomorrow. My question is regarding television sound system upgrade. Needless to say, the flat screen TVs come with very poor sound as a general rule. The TV that I want to upgrade does not have an optical output or that special USB output. So I'm kind of at a loss. If you can give me some suggestions on how best to upgrade the sound on this thing, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, boys. (laughs) You're welcome, Brian. Well, if you have already have devices, for example, that take that optical audio input that you mentioned, then an HDMI audio extractor may help you. HDMI cables carry both audio and video, and they're very convenient in that both signals travel through a single cable. HDMI audio extractors are relatively small boxes that split those signals into just video and just audio. And some of them do come with optical outputs. Now, the cost is relatively low. You can buy a 4K-capable box for around $25, and they would allow you to connect your TV to just about any existing audio setup that you may hopefully already have. Now, if you need to buy new speakers, check your TV first. If it's new, it almost certainly has the option to output audio to Bluetooth. Uh, So if that's the case, you can look for any soundbar or home theater system that takes Bluetooth as an input, and you'd be all set. Now, there's also audio amps that will do the HDMI audio video splitting and allow you to make a wired connection from your TV to a, a brand new home theater system. The cost, if you go that way, will be higher, but many people still prefer the surround sound from a full home theater system over that of a soundbar. Yeah. 
And there are, again, sound bars that claim to be surround sound, and some of them sound pretty good. You've, you've got one. I think a Vizio. Of, is it a Vizio? It's a Vizio, but it's, it's, it's one of those modular. It's a sound bar, but then you could also have add-ons, which I do. You have yeah. the, the subwoofer and the rear speakers, so it turned it into a surround Correct. system. Correct. So even though some claim to be just a single sound bar, surround system-like. Yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like surround system light. Yeah, because it's not quite that. So, Brian, let us know if we've helped you out and what you end up doing, because that will certainly help others. And we invite everyone to visit us. Oh, and sign up for our free tech newsletter when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at Welcome back into tomorrow. Glad to have you with us. Be sure to snag our free podcasts. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Omnipod. Discover virtually pain-free insulin delivery with no multiple daily insulin injections. Visit Omnipod.com slash Dave. What was that website again? It's a special website. It is Omnipod.com slash Dave. Oh, that's me. It's you. Oh, cool. So check it out. <laughs> and you'll want to stay tuned for the uh, upcoming interview with Noah Syken. He's the VP of Global Sponsorships and Client Executive Programs with IBM. It all fits on his card. Yep. Uh, but he's going to be talking about some of the new uh, AI-powered fan experiences for tennis and football fans. It's really cool. You want to check that out. It's coming up in a couple of minutes. Shoes might be able to protect us from walking on broken glass, but they might be creating more issues for you than you think. With this week's Into Tomorrow Wellness Tip, brought to you by Human Touch, here's Victoria Ladock. Thanks, Dave. Our shoes may look nice, but here are some ways your shoes could be affecting you. Tight shoes do not give your toes enough room to stretch in order to evenly distribute your weight as you walk. And did you know your toes play an important role in keeping you balanced? Shoes have gotten so comfortable that some of the muscles in your feet do not have to work as hard. This might sound nice, but other muscles are forced to compensate. Stretching can help reverse the effects that shoes are having on your body. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Victoria Ladock. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Victoria. It's brought to you by Human Touch for wellness every day. Visit humantouch.com and rejuvenate your mind and body. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot 
Summer Giveaway. You better hurry. There's time for you to participate and win because even though it ends on Labor Day, while we are in Berlin doing a bunch of interviews, we're still going to make sure that some of your calls get on the air, therefore qualifying you to win some of these goodies. From Targus, we've got a couple of wired uh, headsets, a mono and a stereo one, and several uh, Webcam Plus and Webcam Pro USB webcams. Oh, very cool. From Sanjeev, their RCR 40 AM FM Bluetooth digital clock radio. They sent us several valued at 150 bucks that we're sharing with you. We've got a bunch of smart products from Hampton Products International, including a security light with camera, a pan and tilt indoor camera, surge protector, floodlight bulbs, outdoor smart plugs. Do you need or can you use a brand new mini PC with a unique design? How about the $750 they sent us several from Blue Jour, their Cube mini PCs? From Casio, we've got the uh, Casio CT-S1000V keyboard that can speak words. And it actually sings words. It's really pretty cool. From Obvious Solutions, their Minder portable folding Bluetooth keyboard and Minder laptop tower stand, both very helpful for you. We've got Bob the Mini Dishwasher from Dantec, valued at 450 bucks. There you go. And that's not a short guy that does your dishes. It's right. a cool mini dishwasher. From Skosh, we got goodies. Hey, here's the key. You've got to participate. Call in any number of ways. Details at intotomorrow.com and win. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499-800-683-9499-800-683-9499. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. During our 27th year covering the latest in consumer tech and products and services, gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. When you call in and participate on the program, you make the show and our annual huge, cool Into Tomorrow hot summer giveaway is wrapping up in the next couple of weeks. So if you've been wanting to call with a question, a comment about anything involving consumer tech, maybe some tech rage or help for another listener, now's the time to get your call in. You have to be heard on the air, and that's all you need to do to be qualified to win some of the thousands and thousands of dollars worth of goodies we've got to share. So you can learn all about it by visiting our site and clicking on the Summer Giveaway post at intotomorrow.com. And be sure, call in. 
wind stuff. Technology is enabling fans around the world to have new immersive experiences of their favorite sports and players. One tech company is introducing AI-powered fan experiences for things like tennis and football fans. The vice president of global sponsorships and client executive programs with IBM is Noah Syken. Noah, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? Dave, thanks for having me here. I'm, I'm doing pretty good today. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Of course, uh, we have always talked about AI. It seems like everybody these days has an angle of some sort of AI, but this one sounds fun. You know, like it's not just a, a business-oriented thing. It's something where folks can truly become immersive and get engaged. Uh, tell me about what you guys are working on. Sure. So, um The U.S. Open starts next week in New York, and we've been a partner with the USTA and the U.S. Open for over 30 years. Uh, And yeah, we think about uh, how do we provide a more compelling experience for U.S. Open fans? How do we get them deeper into the action, uh, closer to the game, and more compelled by what they're going to see on court? And so with that as background, we think about um, fan engagement. Um, But you, you actually mentioned this is technology for fun, but it's also technology for business. Same uh, technology that runs the U.S. Open runs banks and retailers around the world. Uh Uh, But back to the fun part, Uh, we are bringing some great new features to the U.S. Open this year. Uh, First is the IBM Power Index. Um, The Power Index actually takes over a million points of data, synthesizes it, and actually produces some new perspectives on the world of tennis. It actually takes into account how the players are coming in how they're playing coming into the U.S. Open and helps us predict the outcomes. And so for each singles match at the U.S. Open, fans will be able to go to usopen.org, engage in the action, and actually see what our prediction is for each individual match, and then have their say. The feature called Have Your Say will allow fans to vote on who do they think is going to win each match and compare that to other fans, but also the artificial intelligence generated predictions that IBM's bring to the table. Uh, so a couple features there. We have a couple more, but I think those are some of the more compelling ones. And, and I'm loving the fact that you talk about the, the AI portion of things. So give us a couple of examples, if you can. For, for example, the first thing I thought of when you talked about bringing fans to the U.S. Tennis Association Open, the U.S. Open and that sort of thing, was that people might be wearing a, a virtual reality headset and as if you're sitting at a tennis match midcourt having to look left and right, left and right, left and right. <laughs> but I don't know that that's actually what's happening here. It sounds a whole lot more immersive and cool. Well, yeah, I, I don't think we're getting into the uh, into the immersive world quite yet <laughs> beyond the horizon. Um, but we really think about, you know, how are we going to make people uh, more excited about seeing the match and actually, you know, participating. So that notion of being able to say, you know, I think Serena is going to win this, you know, this particular match and she's going to make it all the way to the finals, you know, is is particularly compelling. But technology more broadly, you touched on, technology more broadly is impacting the sports world, you know, a- across the across all sports, right? Whether it's the athletes who are having chips in their helmets or chips on their pads and we can see how fast they're running down the field or skating across the ice, whether it's the teams and the coaches are using technology to better, you know, make better draft choices and evaluate the players, 
or the stadiums themselves that are being more connected. I mean, these are experiences that are changing and transforming rapidly. So I'm super excited about the next, you know, year, two, three years as all this technology is really being embedded into the world and to the experiences around us. Oh, no doubt, because clearly fans are looking uh, into tomorrow, if you will. Got to always get the show name in there Uh, in terms of the future of sports. So what is it that you think fans want more of uh, in addition to the kinds of things that you guys, for example, are already delivering? Yeah, well, I think, you know, when you look at the uh, core technologies around us, things like artificial intelligence, things like 5G, uh, 5G is going to transform the stadium experience over the next few years. You know, there's a lot of, uh, being made around sports betting as an example right now, and sports betting's rolling out across the country. Uh, with technologies like 5G, I think you're going to see uh, the potential for wagering and betting, you know, play-by-play in the stadium as an example. Uh, there's a lot of um, lot of interest and in, in focus on NFTs. Now, I'm, I'm an old baseball card collector, mm-hmm. um, and what NFTs are, you know, I'm, I'm kind of reconciling relative to my own, my own history in, in baseball cards. But the notion of blockchain and the relationship with NFTs, you know, fans are dying to get their hands on these NFTs, and they're being paired with physical experiences as well as digital experiences in that space. So whether it's artificial intelligence, 5G, NFTs, and the list goes on, you talked about virtual reality. These are all, you know, capabilities that are going to be, are being deployed across the leagues and the teams already. And how you talked about uh, fans being able to talk about who they think is going to win or how far they're going to go in a tournament or something of that nature. Not only is it just an opinion, but that allows others to engage with them. Oh, really? Why do you think that? Or why do you think that he or she would be out after a certain round or something like that? So that really fans are becoming much more involved and and there's dialogue as well exactly and and, you know the usta you know they're a business just like any other business they call their their customers fans other businesses call them clients (laughs) but what they want is for people to engage in their business you know they want them to talk about the matches that are coming up so that notion of being able to vote on who's going to win this match you know is going to spark conversation it's going to spark conversation between fans in social media you know, and within broadcast environments. And so that notion is really important to the USTA, which is trying to, you know, grow their business, drive revenue, drive more fan base, et cetera, et cetera. So again, you know, it's a sport, but it's a business. And we think about the application of technology to, you know, businesses around the world. Oh, and rightly so, because if we as fans want more and more of this, then it's got to be a business. It's got to be able to to make money for someone. And if we're so involved, we want to be even more involved, then of course, we'd be expected perhaps to spend a couple of dollars too, in order to engage and have these awesome experiences. Absolutely. Uh, D- Dave, are you a are you a fantasy football player? Uh, no, haven't been. Uh, other than just watching others lose their money, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm guessing this has got to be. I was just about to ask what other sports partnerships uh, is IBM involved with, and and perfect segue here. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I, you know, maybe uh, maybe think about playing fantasy football, and you know, money doesn't have to be on the table. I play just you know with my friends for fun, but. IBM's bringing uh, at the same time tennis is is rolling out in uh, in the tennis center here in New York. The NFL season is about to start, and IBM's working with ESPN to bring artificial intelligence to their fantasy football application. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, when fans want to uh, trade their players across teams, they're going to have some new tools in there to analyze uh, 
are, is the trade going to be effective for them or not, right? And so uh, whether it's tennis, whether it's fantasy football, uh, or whether it's the USTA or ESPN, all of these companies are looking for new ways to engage fans and artificial intelligence is at play at fantasy football as well as tennis. So I'd encourage people to visit usopen.org as well as download the ESPN fantasy football app to Get in the game, as they say. Oh, I love it. And Noah, I'm glad you brought that up as well, because for most of our 27 years on the air, I've been begging to interview IBM's Watson. And I'm assuming that Watson <laughs> and Watson's artificial intelligence is very involved in these kinds of things. Absolutely. So uh, Watson and our AI is behind the scenes analyzing over a hundred million points of data, and wow. you know, and some of that da- some of that data is the traditional serve speed and you know how many points were won, et cetera. But artificial intelligence can also read. So we're reading, you know, millions of sources of information, interpreting the natural language in there, and combining it with that you know traditional statistical data to come up with these recommendations. So you're spot on. You know, Watson's a, is at play behind the scenes, but hopefully it's a seamless experience for fans when they come to the, you know these experiences. Oh, for sure. But it's cool to know that Watson's also behind the scene working hard to make it all happen, too. <laughs> and, and Noah, I think it's, it's fairly obvious to most of us, but for others, why does IBM partner with these types of, of groups and organizations? Why do you think that is? Yeah, well, these are great ways to bring uh, our technology to life for people, right? Uh, They may be visiting a great tennis match this weekend, uh, but they're going to go back to the office as well. And and, um, these are great demonstrations of how we bring our full stack of capabilities to businesses around the world. Again, tennis tournament, but it is a business. So whether it's artificial intelligence or hybrid cloud or our great consulting capabilities or, or cyber uh, cybersecurity capabilities, these are great platforms to demonstrate these uh, these kinds of um, new capabilities to people around the world who are tennis fans, football fans, but also business decision makers. And, and of course, it opens the door for not only other sports, but other business opportunities. And it's just, a, I think it's a never-ending wide opportunity for so many people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we want people to see these capabilities and imagine how it can apply to their business. You know, every every business has, uh, cu- you know, customers who come and call in or, you know, have something to say about their business. And so using artificial intelligence to understand what your clients, what your customers are saying, and to be able to synthesize that data and respond to customers um, is really important to every kind of business. And so those are some of the capabilities we bring to tennis, but we want our clients to be able to imagine how it applies to their business as well. And how can our audience, fans of all sorts of things, see this tech in action? Sure. So um, certainly visit usopen.org. Um, or if you want to learn more about our role in uh, these capabilities, uh, visit ibm.com slash sports and you'll see uh, information about our work in tennis and golf and music and uh, fantasy football as well as others. Uh, do check it out, ibm.com slash sports. Noah, you are a delight to chat with. No doubt if we had more time, we could talk about all kinds of cool things, but make sure we connect again in the near future into tomorrow because there is so much to talk about and you guys keep up the good work. It's It's fascinating and really awesome for all of us that are fans of anything. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate you having me. It's our pleasure. Again, ibm.com slash sports for more info. And, of course, we'll link you there when you visit us 
at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. Much more Into Tomorrow coming your way right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. to Into Tomorrow. I'm Cameron Graveline, reminding you to participate by letting us hear you on the show and win prizes. Call 800-899-INTO. Use a free Into Tomorrow app or click the Ask Dave microphone at intotomorrow.com. Now, back to the guys. Well, thank you, Cam. I'm all, For some reason, I always like to hear him when he says, and win prizes. I don't know why. Just the way he says it sounds so good, so emphatic, so broadcaster-like. Okay. Yeah. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. With their advanced podcast hosting plans, you also get a free WordPress site to grow your podcast. You can start your free trial at blubrry.com. So it's Blueberry without the E's. Yes. And you'll see when you visit there, blueberry.com, why we use them for our podcast that you, yes, you, I'm talking to you, subscribe to. They're free. And you definitely want to get them. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. History, 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 history. history. Here's Chris. History, history, history. This week back in 1878, Emma Nutt became the world's first female telephone operator. Whoa, 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 wait. I beg your pardon? Emma Nutt. That's her name. Oh, it, Emma. It, Emma Nutt. Not, like, not I'm a nut. Oh. Emma, <laughs> Emma Nutt. Nutt. Like N-U-T-T? Yes. All righty then. Uh, she became the world's first female telephone operator when she was recruited by Alexander Graham Bell to the Boston Telephone Dispatch Company. Before her, telephone operators were typically teenage boys. Many of them were seen as rude by phone customers. Yeah. So, naturally, women were chosen for their more refined demeanor. Uh? Well, I know many women today that don't have a real defined, refined demeanor. Yeah, each of our exes. Yeah. Uh, in 1963 this week, the hotline communications link between Washington and Moscow went into operation. The purpose of the link-up was to prevent the risk of accidental nuclear war. Let's get it started. No, we don't want to start nuclear no, war. No, 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 but they wanted to get started that link. Right. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. end of the hotline was installed in the Pentagon. The Soviet end was in the Kremlin. Contrary to popular belief, there were no red phones. Teletype machines were used at, at each end of the 10,000-mile circuit. A tape encryption system was used to keep the messages secure, and the hotline was active 24 hours a day. In 1976 this week, the unmanned U.S. spacecraft Viking 2 landed on Mars to take the first close-up color photograph of the planet's surface. Viking 2 landed not too long after its predecessor, Viking 1. Both were part of NASA's mission to search for life on the Red Planet. While neither spacecraft found traces of life, they did find all the elements essential to life on Earth. Carbon, nitrogen, hydrogen, oxygen, and phosphorus. Aye, Dave. 
And this week in 1997, Netflix was founded as the world's first online DVD rental store with only 30 employees and 925 titles available, almost the entire catalog of DVDs at the time. They initially used the pay-per-rent model with rates and due dates similar to those of its brick-and-mortar competitor, Blockbuster. And speaking of Blockbuster, in 2000, Netflix offered to sell themselves to Blockbuster for $50 million. The proposal called for Netflix to be renamed to Blockbuster.com and handle the online business, and Blockbuster would take care of the DVDs. Blockbuster basically left them out of the conference room. And the, wait, there was only $50 million. Yeah. And Blockbuster laughed them out of the conference room. And then went out of business. And now they've laughed themselves <laughs> out of business. Yes. Wow. And uh, Reed Hastings and Netflix are laughing all the way to the bank. Of course. A good move. I'm sure he's very thankful they didn't take him up on his offer. Yes. Wow. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. And whilst you are online, be sure to visit us. Sign up for our free tech newsletter and grab our podcasts at intotomorrow.com. Do you take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. As we welcome you back into tomorrow, we also remind you that it's H's birthday this weekend on the 27th. So, you're listening to it perhaps on Saturday the 27th. Happy birthday, Horatio. If not, you missed it. It was the 27th. Feliz cumpleaños, Ache. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you getting hey. all Spanish on us. Multicultural. Wow. <laughs> this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the Internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 for more information. There you go. Very easy. Lori in White House, Texas. Welcome into tomorrow. I'm sure that she gets our free podcasts. Some people say that just to replace after a decade on an electric car uh, cost up to $20,000. And then also, what about a warranty? How long does a warranty last on those batteries? Just checking. Yeah, well, not very long. Yeah, there's a lot of folks that have been saying, yeah, I got an electric car. I, was, I need a new battery. It costs more than the car. Yeah. The warranties, actually, Lori, depend on the make and model. Now, be careful when you research them, because they're not all the same, even if they look the same. For example, the Chevy Bolt, Nissan Leaf, and the various Tesla models 
all come with an eight-year warranty. Yeah, the Chevy and Nissan models limit the warranty to 100,000 miles, and Tesla doesn't limit theirs based on miles, which on the surface sounds like a better deal. Um, however, it's not, because Chevy and Nissan will replace the battery if it falls below a certain charge level, typically around 80% of the original charge, while Tesla won't. So an unlimited mile warranty that allows them to say, no, it's okay, it's not broken if it's running at 3% capacity oh, and enjoy your seven-mile range, it's not very valuable. No, it's not. And for those that have been complaining about people running their air conditioners and using all that electricity, how are you charging your electric vehicle? Just saying. Let us know. Visit us at intotomorrow.com.